We all know what that sound means. It means we are back. Welcome to Shut Off, Turn On, Episode 9. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah. Did you stay up till midnight? Technically, uh, I was up, but I I was in bed. <laughs> I watched the ball drop from bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> None of that was had here. We were in bed by 9.30, 10. So. Yeah, I... I had I was not feeling well, so my kids though all my kids stayed up. That's good. Do you guys do the noisemakers, or do you go outside with pots and pans? No, not even at all. Not you just <laughs> stand up off the couch and be like, "All right, that's it." Do the, the do the good old uh, New Year's kiss to the wife and take a sip from the champagne glass and then go to bed. Nice. Is that Martinelli's or is that actual champagne? Uh, it was Martinelli's this year because we we did it with all the kids. We did a rosé Martinelli. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my. Is life. that like the the red berry or something? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Okay, I think I have one of those in my fridge. I like it. It's not too bad. It's a little sharp. It. I, I think. I, I guess that's what I was. I was thinking more on the sparkling cider, like or like the the white grape line. Okay. And so when I when I had it, it was. I mean, it was. It's more like your champagne. Like it has more of that champagne taste, so I didn't like it in that sense because I wasn't looking for that. But I mean, okay. it wasn't bad. All right. Well, <clears throat> happy New Year to everyone out there. Yeah. So we yeah. want to start off with: Did you actually catch up on Invincible? We've been talking about it for a while. Did you finally? Yeah. Finish? So I I finished I finished through episode four, which is the only one that's been out. Which is funny because <clears throat> they even said they were. You know, there I kept getting all these ads of "Hey, here's the new episodes. Watch them." And then yeah. they've had like, I think it's gonna be a month hiatus before the next one. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Like I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, episode four still." Like yeah. I guess I haven't fallen that far behind. But they are definitely different from season one. Yeah, I, I you know I I'm not gonna say I didn't like them because that's that's not quite right. But they're um, they almost seem like disjointed from each episode, right? Like so, the last one played out kind of like the the typical sitcom type situation right it's like every episode led into the next one right and there was little there was little parts that came off but this one just seems like every episode is completely disjointed from the next episode yeah i felt that way as well so it didn't make me feel too bad that i watched them so far apart i mean no spoilers but when when invincible ends up going across the universe and getting into that new planet I, I was kind of like, really? Really? We're going to jump right into this like now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's still good. I still want to give it a high rating. Watch yeah. it. Uh, it is oh, just yeah. a little disjointed. I mean, okay. entertaining. Did you like... <laughs> so I got to ask you, did you like the episode with the Alan the Alien and them going back and forth the way the they episode did? episode in the episode? like, And then like started, the weird... And then, yeah. And then the weird narrator thing. What did you think about that? 
it, it was weird, but funny because you got to hear uh, was it Alan's boss's voice is yeah. uh, Optimus Prime. Right. Right. <laughs> kind of caught me off guard. I was like, whoa, what's going on? I know. I know. I was it was funny because I was watching it while I was making dinner and I didn't see the person, but I heard the voice when he came out and I went, wait, what? Yeah. Did somebody switch the channel? Yeah. That's what I thought for a second. I'm like, wait, what happened? I thought it was a commercial for a second. <laughs> Nice. so all right so since we finished that together what are you finding a new one because i found one. <clears throat> oh, okay so we'll talk about yours i'm not i haven't found a new one i went way back i went like way way back i, I started scrubs okay so you're doing a rewatch yeah i you know i watched scrubs all the way through probably like three or four years ago and i just i wanted something really funny like just like boob tube funny to watch. I mean, Shit's Creek was really funny. I did finish that one finally, but uh, I wanted to go like way back funny, like old school when I first got married type funny. And we were talking about watching House, but we're like, ah, it's too dark. And then uh, we had talked about it a couple other shows and I don't know, it popped up was Scrubs. I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. Give Scrubs a watch. Yeah. So what I'm are you watching? To- this year, I'm trying to watch some of the newer stuff that comes out. Like, you got all these Macs and Primes and Netflix. You got all these companies coming out with their own signature shows. And so I stumbled upon The Brother's Son on Netflix. Oh, okay. So I, I think know that what you're just recently about. came out, like, either last week or just this week. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's really good. I like it, it a lot. Yeah. So the action sequences, superb. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I just I saw the title. So what is it about? All right. So The Brother's Son on Netflix just came out. It's got... It starts out with a brother in Taipei who gets attacked in his house. And it's kind of a... They only send three to fight him, and he's a really good fighter. So he ends up winning that fight. But then it draws his dad in to make sure he's okay. And his dad's is- supposed to be in hiding. Is it like foreign film subtitled? Yeah. So it starts out before they get to America. It is subtitled. It's all. And then, so what happens, I don't want to ruin too much because you guys got to watch the first episode first, but something happens and he ends up coming to America to find his mom and brother. His brother's name is Bruce. Who's the typical American kid going, trying to go to school. Okay. It's really good. I'm three episodes in already. Got five to go. Like more. So is this more like action series TV or is it like drama series with action in it? It's all three. It's a drama because of what they're all going through. But the way they act is comedy. But the fighting sequences are really nice. Okay. I wrote it down. I wrote it down because, yeah, I had seen it and I was uh, looking at it, but I just hadn't actually like watched anything or anything on it. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So that's something for our listeners to watch if they want to join in with us. Yeah. But it leads us right into, we're talking about subtitles. Let's yeah. talk about the big guy. So you went and saw it. I did. I, you know, so, all right. I want to preface that I, I'm not going to give all of it away. I don't want to give like the big elements away, but there's got to be some spoilers in this for the conversation. So just know that there are going to be a little bit of giveaways in this, but I, I know I'm not going to give away anything like the major. I will like, definitely try not to. Right. I'm going to try not to give away anything of the major element, but 
because um, there is kind of a little bit of a of, you know surprise element to the movie a couple times. So, but um, Godzilla minus one. Yes, it's I I, uh, I knew nothing about the director. I knew nothing about uh, anything of it other than a new Godzilla movie. And then we had talked about going and seeing it together over the holiday. And then I got I had to have it pushed back a little bit. But uh, you went and saw it first before the last episode we did. Yeah, a buddy of mine, he said it was really, really good, highly recommended it. And then I was like, all right, well, let's let's go together. And so mm. we went and saw it, the, me, my son, and my friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is <clears> – <throat> so to, to, for everybody out there, it is a Japanese movie. It, from beginning to end, this is a Japanese movie. So the director – I'm probably going to butcher this. Uh, it's uh, Takashi um, Yamazaki. And sure. sounds good. Yeah. So he actually did a movie a few years back called uh, Shin Godzilla. And in the like fan world of Godzilla, it was just everybody loved it. Everybody said there's there's never been a greater one. It's been like he, he, he did it in a very old style uh, back to the original like score of Godzilla sounds of Godzilla like literally took the original sounds from the 1954 first film. The screaming? Re- yeah. Huh? The screaming part? Like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he took all okay. the Godzilla sounds. He took all the audio. Like even the even the um, the score, he took a lot of the score from the original one and then redubbed them for that movie. And this was in 2016. Okay. And so when I was looking, so when I went and saw it, it was funny because the whole time I took my daughter to see it and she was like looking over at me. She goes, I like the sound of this movie. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> the, I mean, just like all the, I mean, we're going to, let's just talk about the audio for a minute. I mean, in all honesty, what did you think about that old school score? Uh, I liked it a lot. It took me back to some Godzilla shows I watched from forever ago where they were puppets and whatnot and the <laughs> right? camera tricks they p- pulled on us to make him think they were gigantic yeah but i gotta be honest i wasn't a huge godzilla mothra king kong fan back then just because of the way it looked yeah and agreed. as a kid i didn't appreciate that yeah as totally an adult agreed. now i can totally go back and see well that's that's all they had like that's what i had to work with so that was amazing yeah <laughs> yeah for the so, time it was good so watching this one I felt like it was back in that genre, I guess, but a lot better. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I love how he took got, like, so uh, to, to tell you listeners out there, this is kind of the spoiler. This is not a typical Godzilla movie that you would see here in the United States. This is not 90% of the film is Godzilla running around destroying stuff. This is kind of a, a human story. It's, I mean, this is really the setting of it is post to uh, world war two. I mean, J- Japan has just been pummeled by the atomic bomb. America has disassembled their entire army and said, you can't do anything anymore. And they're trying to rebuild. And, you know, and it starts off with the, the, you know, the kamikaze pilot, Pull yeah. into the island and coming back, and everybody's like, "Wait, why are you here?" 
Yeah, I kind of left his post to try to live. Yeah. <laughs> to live, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of that part, that was towards the beginning. And yeah. I had told you that at the beginning, when you first saw him, he was going to be Godzilla little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you find that weird at all? Or did you like it? I I couldn't understand. I don't know. I, I, I'm indifferent. Yes. I I found it odd because it was like, wait a second. He only looked like he was maybe a hundred feet tall at first. He's maybe like T Rex size, I'd say, if we yeah. had to give a scope, right? And then next thing you know, which by the way, listeners, it's almost an hour later in the film that you see him, and yeah, and then so like an hour of dialogue and all this comes through, and then you see him again, and he is massive. I mean, he is just insanely large. So I, I, I do agree. It was a little off-putting because I kept thinking, okay, well, how did he become that big? Why did he become that big? Like, was that something that was part of the story that I missed or didn't understand? Right. So. It's almost like something during the World War II, like in the story, kind of maybe woke him up or released him from something. Yeah. And I, then he was small and then he used like radiation or something to get that big. Yeah, and that's what my daughter said, actually. She was like, I wonder, because at the very beginning of the film, it shows the the testing of the now further atomic bombs at, like, uh, Bikini Atoll, the, the islands. And it kind of alludes to the fact that that's where Godzilla went to recoup okay. after the first incident, you know? Yeah. So, but so yeah. it's <clears throat> definitely definitely one to watch. Did you find all the drama in between the Godzilla parts? Was it too much? Like him I, dealing with uh, aborting his mission when he finds the girl and he finds the little baby. Uh, that's oh, yeah. the only name I remember, honestly, is Akiko. Uh, yeah. He's the girl. <laughs> Probably because they say it so much. Right. You know, I thought I liked the human element of it because I felt like it really brings in the element of why Godzilla was so crappy for the situation they were in, right? So this is just post-World War II. They're going through a ton of crud. They're still trying to rebuild. And then here this, you know, big A godlike creature comes in and starts basically wrecking havoc on everything they had just rebuilt. Yeah. And <clears throat> and so I thought, I thought having – was it – See, I don't even want to say the name. Don't I, I feel like I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, is like it, I said, the only name I remember is that one because it was easy and they said it a ton of times. I want to say it was Shashikma or Shashika. No. <laughs> I'm going to mess it all up. But, I mean, the hard part is, is I mean, so everybody understand this is a subtitled movie. Everything's in Japanese. The, the, I, but I feel like the, I feel like the, the human, that, you know, that personal story the the language barrier gets lost very quickly. Like I don't even have a problem with it. I was able to read the subtitles pretty easily. Yeah, it was good. It's just when I see a movie like that, it's kind of hard to to remember and quote like other movies. Like you can come through with a couple oh, yeah. lines that you remember. Sure. But when it's subtitled like that, unless you speak the language, <laughs> you can say it like without butchering it like the two of us are. But I really did like the like I love the fact that he has this 
whole inner war, right? He ta- they talk about that a lot in the movie about how he still has this inner war that's not done fighting. Right. And I did kind of like that because, you know, he takes on this girl and this baby that she had found and they create this pseudo family in the movie. And actually one of the, so one of the best, I think one of the best scenes in the whole movie personally is the scene when, uh, so here's a spoiler a little bit when uh, there's a um, problem and they think that the girl has died um, or they're, you know, they've, they've, they've actually had the problem of uh, her no longer being around. And so they decide to throw a funeral and he's like, why didn't you ever marry her? And then oh yeah, they're like yelling at him for it. And then the little girl says, where's mommy? It kind of gets to your heart. And then she says, daddy. Yeah. And he says, I told you never to call me that. And I don't know. I felt like that was that moment where he even recognized that he had created this family and just let it go. And once again, he ran away, right? (laughs) Yeah, he ran away, but he was still in the war himself. So taking on more responsibilities like that, like especially that huge, I felt like the character was not ready for that. So he was there in the moment, but he wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I think he felt, I mean, I think he felt a huge loss in his life. Because at this point, this is almost, uh, what, like five? Well, I mean, how many, what was it? It's like five be years? Like five or six years, yeah. Yeah. The, this, just judging by the Akiko's age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I feel like she's like five years old at this point. And, and so... But that was that I, th- I I felt like that was a great moment in there. And he's like, why didn't you ever marry her? And he's like, you know, and he kind of recognizes that he made a mistake of not following into that part yeah. that he had created. So, yeah. but, uh, okay. but anyway, so yeah, I mean, now with Godzilla himself, the, the visuals of Godzilla, I kind of liked that they kept him old school in that stiff suit like element. <laughs> yeah. He looked really awesome. I loved the spikes that, you know, when he's going to use his, uh, what they uh, called a heat ray. Yeah. I don't know why they called it a heat ray, but like atomic breath or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When he's uh, charging that up, those little spikes are coming out and they're glowing blue. Yeah. That was, okay. it was awesome. Now the first time he uses it on that ship, I, I audibly went, Wow. In the theater. <laughs> Cause that was a pretty cool scene. Yeah. Okay. So then on that question, do you know how much was spent on this movie? I do not. You want to take a guess? Knowing the visual effects, because and, and and the the scope of the visuals and everything else, what do you think was spent on this film? Okay. So I think you're asking me because it's going to be either super high or super low. So I don't want to go in the middle, <laughs> but I don't want to look like an idiot and say like 128 million. 10% of that. 10% of that. See, that's why it's, I, <laughs> it was insane. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking like a hundred million dollar budget because I mean, this, this film has really good visuals. The CGI is, is actually really well done. Because you have this sense of feeling like, oh, this is a 1950s environment. And then at the same time, you also have this sense of like the visuals with especially like the ships, Godzilla's atomic breath, destroying 
you know, parts of Tokyo, I was thinking like a hundred million dollars, 15, $15 million is what this film cost. That, that blew my mind. Okay. So uh, I don't want to accidentally ruin anything for anybody, but let's say towards the end of the movie, we've gone through everything. He's done his little uh, job that he's done to make money. Okay. You know what we're talking about? Uh Uh-huh. So after that, everything's semi-resolved. Why is it called Godzilla minus one? Okay. So. I know you said you looked it up. I did. So I want to know, what was your thought? Why did you think it's called Godzilla? So the one that I thought was hilarious is because I've always thought of Godzilla as like a, he's a monster, yes, but he has cat-like mannerisms. Okay. When he hears a noise, he like turns his head. And like <laughs> looks like that. So when it got to the end, and then there's obviously going to be hopefully more. Right. That shouldn't be a spoiler at all. When he's uh, regenning, I just took that as minus one life because he's a okay. cat. So he's got nine <laughs> lives. Okay, I can see that. Because even the G in the to- the title poster, yeah, looks like, looks a, like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the theory I came up with and made my son laugh and I laughed pretty good. I, you know, I can see that talking about the regen when he takes that explosive in the mouth and it explodes out of the side and then his whole face regenerates. That was cool. Yeah, it was. It made you think like, okay, well, there's nothing they can do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was a shot. (laughs) They're screwed. They just move. Give him the laugh. That's it. (laughs) This is Godzilla's world now. <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead. Keep it. So for me, when I heard Godzilla minus one, I thought, okay. So I, I went back to the Godzilla was originally, came, it came out in 1954. This one takes place just past World War II. So it would have to be before that film. And so I was thinking original Godzilla being one. Okay. And then... Uh, and you can't call it Godzilla Zero, so we right. call Godzilla Minus One. <clears throat> that was your theory. That was my theory. Okay, so, so now, now officially, officially, you it up. so the director said that the reason he called it Godzilla Minus One is because when Godzilla goes in, he's going in post World War Two, and. It was exactly that. They are taking one step forward by rebuilding themselves, and then he takes it all away. And so it's Godzilla literally taking away one, one step oh. forward. That's, okay, what he, so that, that's how he described it. It's literally a, a math. A, a math problem, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, interesting. I, I know. I thought, I thought that was kind of funny because I was like, well, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But, so uh, I'm not sure 100% what the official release date was on that movie. But I think it's in the running for Best Picture of the Year 24, correct? It. I, I know it's in the running for a few things. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know if it's... Is it Best Picture? Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it was. It was a gorgeous film. But with that being said, if it's in the same year as coming up in 24, we have King's King Kong versus Godzilla again. Right. 
Well, and I've seen the trailer for that. I have uh, speculations, <laughs> to say the least, because I think at one point King Kong has Thanos's gauntlet on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so yeah. I'm not sure because I love the last one. Yeah, but now I've really seen good. Godzilla minus one, and now do my hopes shift back to the unbelievable? And I'm fine with that, or am I going to hold it against this torch? Hmm. Well, I think, okay, so this one technically released prior to the end of the year. So it is up for an Oscar, if it is being an Oscar, in when in the new one's coming up. It's okay. technically eligible. The, the Godzilla one that's coming out won't be eligible to the 2025 eligibility. Okay. So it... I mean, not that a Godzilla movie's ever made the Oscars in the past, but no, but not like the the Marvel esque King Kong versus Godzilla that we had last year, right? Yeah. Where it was just super cool. It's just beasts fighting for eleven to twelve minutes at a time. There's no dialogue, just haymakers <laughs> and axes just, being made out of spikes, and it's just for everybody candy. that's seen that one, yeah. <laughs> Which I time. feel like this new one is going to be as well. But somehow yeah, yeah. we as humans are going to help King Kong, like make him weapons Back for him. his arms. And yeah. I don't, I and honestly I think, don't know. I think what that's always expect. been kind of, the, I think that's always been kind of the thing, right? I mean, Godzilla has always been this destructive creature and King Kong has always been kind of like this half and half. Don't piss me off too much or I'll, you know, I'll destroy everything, yeah. but Hey, uh, I can be nice and save this person too. <laughs> yeah. Cause now there's, now there's a baby Kong. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who, like, <laughs> just like Baby Yoda, we're eventually not going to be able to call Baby Yoda because right. we know his name. It's Grogu. <laughs> so is Baby Kong going to have a name? And yeah, it's this whole thing. But like with all that said, I'm still going to watch it. So do you know what the Rotten Tomato score was for this movie? Oh, I didn't even look it up. I'm hoping in the 90s. 98%. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say 96. Yeah. So at the end of the year... Uh, it was estimated that the film had made about $80 million total uh, all worldwide, which is, I mean, obviously that's just all money at this point because they didn't spend anything yeah. on the film, but it, it actually won an award. It's the highest grossing um, Godzilla movie with a Japanese release uh, in, here in worldwide. Like, so uh, other Godzilla movies that have released have made much more money, but they were, you know, they were American made like Godzilla. What was it in like 2003 or something like that? Like, or 97, whatever it was. <clears throat> um, that one did like a hundred something million dollars. It made a bunch of money. But when uh, Japanese releases typically don't make very much like, uh, so Shin Godzilla fell into the same category when it came out, it was a Japanese release first. I think it was like three or four months later, it released here in the United States for short term. It obviously didn't release real well received because I hadn't heard much about it. Yeah. I think I've heard the title, but never have yeah. seen it or looked it up. Right. Well, and then this one, though, this one, it was it was 30 days between releases from Japan to the United States. And I think it's because they wanted to have it here before um, the end of the year. Nice. So. All right. So in closing with Godzilla, minus one. Highly recommended it. Nine out of ten. What do you got? Oh yeah. What's I honestly I'd have to put 
I'm going to put it in the top 10 films of like all time for me. I really oh, wow. liked it. I wow. it's just it, because I feel like the film it, it is it is eye candy. That movie is so beautiful to look at. And if you can go see it in theaters first. I'm not saying it's not it won't be fun at home, but man, this movie in the theaters it was that was some sort of eye candy because the visuals are so important and then the old school audio, like the old school score that comes through, I loved it. And the feel, like that that feeling, you can get some pretty good audio at home, but there's nothing like being inside of a theater and just feeling every single movement of Godzilla. And then also being able to hear that score, that 1950s, if you hear it, it's so funny. It, it literally made my daughter, we were talking about it and she goes, I think that was the best part of the film because it was almost a character in itself. Right. Because every time it would come around, you're like, oh, something bad is happening right now or something bad is going to happen. And it was just really cool. Wow. Okay, so top 10 all time for Kendall. Yeah, I'm going to put it in top 10 all time. Like it was a good film. Okay, I'd watch it a many more times. Okay, awesome. So coming into that, we're going to kind of wrap up the episode. But first, I got to give a huge shout out to a listener in Kansas. Wow. Yeah. He texts me and he has stated that our podcast for him is making him turn around on Hollywood and trying to see more movies and TV shows. He had pretty much written it all off. Okay. So thank you to that listener out there in Kansas. Uh, I glad that we are doing some good for you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this is, this is one of those things where when you find the gold, in let's be honest some of the trash that is out there that's that's what it is that's why we do this that's why you and i talked about doing this in the first place is Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of good things to watch out there and if you can find it turn it on shut off the world and enjoy it yep it can make your day it's exactly if yep exactly well said sir well said all right so how are you doing on your movie journal have you watched anything besides Godzilla minus one? No, that's the only thing I've watched so far. Cause, uh, I just got back into work and, uh, craziness of getting the house back in order. So I do have, I do have a couple of movies that I'm looking to start this week. <laughs> okay. I'm already up to three. I won't, I won't name them. There are ones I've seen before. Oh, okay. hundred times. I was just, home one night and i started i was like oh, i'm gonna watch the fifth element just because i want oh, to man it I is love that. such a good movie love that show i was quoting it while they were saying it it was just and so good it holds up to this time did i ever tell you the story of my of uh of why we didn't name my daughter or my uh, my son corbin no <laughs> so we were uh so my my oldest son we were trying to figure out his name and my wife's like, let's name him Corbin. And I was like, Corbin Dallas. She goes, what? What was that? I said, Corbin Dallas. And she goes, yeah. I no, I just want to name him Corbin. I'm like, I know. I will not name him Corbin because I will always look at him and go, Corbin Dallas. So on that note, <laughs> your daughter's not named Lilu, right? No, no. <laughs> okay, good. And so, yeah, I, I was like, no, I'm not going to name him Corbin. I can't. I, I don't want to be 98 on my deathbed looking at my son going, Corbin Dallas. <laughs> Where's your multi-pass? 
<laughs> multi-pass, yeah. Multi-pass, multi-pass. Yeah. So right after Fifth Element ended, I wanted to stay in the 90s era okay. with younger, younger me. And I turned on Cruel Intentions. Oh. Yeah. Man, that brings back some memories. Yes. Believe it at that. Uh, I was talking to my wife about it. She's never seen it. What? Yeah. I- I'll try better. <laughs> I'll have her sit down with me and watch it. I don't think it's going to hold up. I think she's going to hate oh it. Oh, my gosh. I That movie. That movie sent me back. That was... I remember going and seeing that in theaters. Yeah. I saw it in the theaters. I bought the VHS. Watched it many times. I even... I don't know how we got it. Probably eBay, but I bought the movie poster oh, and that okay. was up in my room. <laughs> and my Man. wife asked me, she's like, Oh, is it just because of the one scene? I was like, no, I mean, that didn't hurt, but yeah, that the whole movie of, in itself was good. I mean, are there pre-game problems of thrones now? ancestral interest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and then the next morning I just had to follow it up with a nineties gem called Tommy boy. Oh my gosh. So those are my three that I got already. I'll nice. put them in my journal when it officially gets here. All right. Well, I, um, <laughs> I, I, you are definitely ahead of me. Uh, I minus one is the only thing I've seen lately. I've, okay. I haven't even like watched TV. Yeah. It's been way too busy. It's not a competition. <laughs> I, well, you're making it feel like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No, that's all good. That's the point, right? That's the point of the show is to bring on fun new stuff. So, okay, we will be back in a couple weeks. We oh. alluded to it. It's going to be our musical episode. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I know some listeners are going to be like, "Well, that's just one I can skip because I hate musicals." No, don't Please skip. Don't. This one. I'm going to try no. my best to give you some really good options. On musicals. Are there some out there that bore me to tears? Yes. Absolutely. But that, that happens with everything. I mean, in all honesty, for listeners, just remember, my wife hates, hates, with a capital H, hates musicals. Can't stand them. Yeah. But I got her to watch Hamilton. She loved it. Fell in love with it. And I got her, I actually took her to Seven, or not Seven Brides, uh, Oklahoma. I took her to go see Oklahoma in theaters. Um, it was a, a live action and, and that changed her because she had never seen any of that before. And when you get it right, it's right. There's definitely yeah. when you get it wrong, it's wrong too. I'm just going to say cats. Yeah. Whoever you are out there, if you like cats, we can all make mistakes. I get it. I get why, it. Why you got to hate on cats? Have you seen that movie? Uh, I have not. That is one I won't see, but I'm just saying. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we're getting too far into this, but please, this will be a fun, as you can tell, this will be a fun episode. There's a lot of really good stuff with musicals. I have not started my journal, but those are the ones that I'm starting. I have a couple of musicals that are on my list to watch this week because I, I love musicals personally, and I think they're a lot of fun. Okay. On that note, we'll see you next time. And brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. (laughs) And just remember, turn on something good.